One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line, Corks 96 FM. Paula, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. It's lovely to talk to you. And to you. It is that plaintive cry, do I have to do everything around here? And I know in my own case, I was there, hang on, I, I've done the nappies, I've done feeds, I've done that. What, what, what are you talking about? I think you've nailed it there that there's a big misunderstanding, PJ. I think that Today's generation of men, they're on for anything. They're on for nappies. They're on for, just like you said, name it and I'll do it. I had no choice. We had twins. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, hats off to you for for that. Well, I think that you've just, you've actually hit the nail on the head when you said name it and I'll do it. The issue is that there's, there's a misunderstanding and it's a genuine misunderstanding. It is not that there's any dad out there today who's not on for doing his absolute fair share. That happened in generations gone by, but not today. But there's still a big misunderstanding. So the first one is men are absolutely willing to opt in. Like you just said, name it and I'll do it. But the problem is partners don't want... Women don't want their partners, or vice versa, so the way around, to have to tell them what to do. Well, instead, we need to be both kind of in charge of it, both understand what needs to be done, and be like joint project managers. Because the thing, and I just a lot of women who feel that, that this is what happens in their relationship, there's, they don't like being carrying the mental load for having to kind of be in charge because in theory, if you're both doing 50-50, that's brilliant. But what causes all the stress is if one person is project managing everything and having to ask the other person to do A, then B, then C. That's called a mental load. Mm. And believe it or not, that's more tiring than any one job by itself. So that's one misunderstanding. What you're thinking here basically is John and Mary... They've just mm-hmm. had a baby and John mm-hmm. will do absolutely anything that Mary asks him to do, mm-hmm. but she feels she shouldn't have to ask him. Well, she'd rather not. What she'd really rather is for John to be absolutely learning at the same rate as her. Now, John, I, you're just a hypothetical John, somehow thinks that maybe Mary just knows how to do this better than me um, or maybe she doesn't want me to interfere But actually, neither John nor Mary have a clue what to do when a new baby arrives. And I think it's very important for men out there to to realise that. They can often think, I sure wouldn't be any good at that kind of thing. But men can be absolutely brilliant 
every bit as good as their partners at anything to do with being a dad, being mm. a mom or things at home. But what the key thing is, is to know in advance, what are we letting ourselves in for? You know, it's going to be exciting. You know, it's going to be challenging. But most parents haven't a clue what's coming and it kind of hits them like a, a ton of bricks. So what this book does is it gives you a whole kind of job description for what's about to land into your lives. And when you read it, you'll go, Jesus, seriously, how are we going to do that? You know, but it explains what's involved. Anyone who's currently doing this will go, yep, oh, recognize that one. Oh, I know all about that one. But their partner right now still might be a little bit confused as to what's involved. They might know a thing exists, like cooking the dinner or organizing a kid's football. But what actually is involved is a little bit of a gray area. So it kind of spells that out. But the mm. most important thing is to be prepared. If you, had, if you were going to a new job tomorrow, you'd want a job description. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want just to, you know, crack away at it and see how are you doing. Instead, this gives you a whole list of what's involved so that you can decide together, how are we realistically going to do this? And especially it's important where both of you are working because you each have your two jobs. You're busy enough as it is. And suddenly along comes this other job that will take up about 60 hours a week. And you somehow have to make time for it. And the best way to do it is by being absolute partners knowing what it involves, cutting out stuff that you say, ah, to hell with that and that, we can't manage those parts, and then split the rest of them. But the second big uh, part where people misunderstand, and as you said, you know, uh, you're very happy to do whatever is asked. There are actually... Now, there'll obviously you know, be an amount of stuff, Paula, that you'll know, yeah. and, and, and that basically if you don't know, you probably shouldn't be left out on your own. You know, you know that you have to change the occasional nappy. You know that you have to get up in the middle of the night and feed mm-hmm. if you are in a position to feed. Obviously, men can't breastfeed, but you know yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you know that you have to do that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know that she is going to be exceptionally tired from doing it all day. Mm-hmm. So what stuff don't we know that we should? Okay, I'll make it really, really, really simple. Is there are a million jobs. So just accept that. You never get to all of them. But there are 23 of them that have to happen extremely frequently. Maybe every, every, every day, at least several times a week. And there's nearly no flexibility around when you have to do them. So you just mentioned there getting out of bed in the middle of the night. There's no flexibility. Can't wait till tomorrow. So it's these ones that grind people down. So 23 of them. Have a look at those and work out how to divide those up and then take ownership for them. And you mentioned there, you know, helping out. The key thing is to take complete ownership for them. So if you're responsible Say, for instance, you know, cooking midweek dinners. It doesn't mean that, you know, oh, well, yeah, I know I have to do that now. I'll wait till she asks me. It's being fully responsible for planning, uh, working out up ahead, what do I need to get in? I need to do the shopping and then doing it and having no one to come back and ask you to do it. Um, it, It's just taking full accountability for it. Mm. So that's the part where, where the confusion comes in. And that's what leads to this uh, terrible situation where one person thinks, I'm doing my best here, and yet you're asking me to do something else. You need to be independent project managers of your own fair share. And actually fair, this is the good news now for anyone who thinks they're suddenly going to have a huge list of things to do. Fair 
doesn't even mean you have to do half. Out of these 23 kind of things that happen very frequently with no flexibility, if men even do 30% of those, as the studies in the book show, generally partners, both partners feel that's pretty good. That's pretty fair. I no longer feel like I'm doing everything. And if you don't get to the other, you know, all the other 138 things, to hell with it. But it's how you share those. And the key thing, actually, is that right from the beginning, both partners should be given a chance to learn all the new skills that are to do with being a parent. Mm. And it gives you a great sense of, you know, pride and accomplishment as a parent because you're both starting from zero. And you have to help each other. Don't be tempted to jump in and say, oh, I'm better at doing that. Give each other room and help each other learn how to do it. And it ends up not only seven years after your first child are you less likely to be divorced, but that's true. No, this is, these really? are all based on study. Absolutely true. If a, and especially the key thing is that if a dad gets to spend one month solo parenting, that makes the biggest difference in the world to the stability of that relationship seven years later. Why, is it because Based he realises the enormity of the job? They, not only that, and that's a crucial part, but also it gives the mother a chance to have little breaks. Little breaks make all the difference, but it, but it really enables afterwards both partners to appreciate. It doesn't matter so much who's doing what, no matter who's doing it, the other person needs to appreciate it. And until you've done it yourself, it can look very easy. It looks deceptively easy. I mean, we all know people who have children and they haven't died. It looks okay. You try it yourself and you realise, good God. <laughs> well, I, I have said for many years that if, if a man had the first child, there would never have been a second. Um, but 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 I guess in terms of raising children, and this is where I think gender inequality is dealt with. You deal with, in the book a lot with gender differences and gender stereotypes. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of sewn into us as men. It's knitted into us by life that certain jobs are mammy's jobs and certain jobs are daddy's jobs. But that's all changing. And exactly why I wrote this book. I think that anybody who's in their 20s today has the ability to make a new society in this country and, and in every country. And actually in Ireland, we have one of the furthest stretches to go. We're, we're the furthest out of kilter with inequality. And, you know, we all know that women are capable of being whatever they want to be in work, but they're actually prevented from reaching the top of their careers in whatever they're doing because we haven't yet got rid of this baggage of, oh, that stuff, that's part of the identity of being a a female. They are the ones who, when it comes to it, they've got to somehow make space in their lives to be the project manager for home, for children. And we need to get past that. And I really feel that today's generation are 100% on board for seeing their partners as equals And this book just gives them the tools to know how to do it. And the reason that that's important is we will, without wanting to, we will all slide into these roles, these gender roles, and and you end up having a relationship that's not equal. But the bigger issue is that this is the reason that we have 42% of women with degrees who are classified as unemployed or out of work. And it's the reason that 76% of all the kind of caring 
unpaid mm. work that happens around the world is done by women. Now, the, re- the real thing that's missing in this country is that men are not given an equal start. What I'd love to see is a system like they have in Iceland, where if you have a, a baby, the father gets three months of full pay and the mother gets three months of full pay. And then they get another three months to divide up between them as they want. And this enables both of them to learn without being under financial stress to have to pay the mortgage and everything else. They learn how to do these, all of these new skills and for it to be a lovely experience. Mm. And in Ireland, we have one of the poorest uh, paternity leave policies. It's, it's not even good enough for women, but it's absolutely not good enough for men. Mm. So if I was Taoiseach for the day, that's exactly what I'd love to give all the men in the country. On the face of it, when you read the summary of what's coming up in the book, it, it looks like a man-bashing exercise. I'm very happy to say that it's not. It's most mm-hmm. educational and actually quite entertaining. Paula, thank you very much. <laughs> And just to, just to let you know, you, if you go to theinvisiblejob.com, you can find a list of, of what these jobs are, anyone who, who's curious and more information about. Uh, lovely little videos with lots of women from all over Ireland and the UK. So have a look at there. All right. Good luck with it. Thanks very much. Paula Fiennes, author of The Invisible Job. Corks 96 FM.